world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. This is Morning Coffee, everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, where we bring you the morning financial U.S. world, health, science, other news in the morning to start our days off. Today is June 29th, 2022, and June's coming to a wrap already. Wow. What the Yeah, that's hell? crazy. This month went by really fast. I don't know how... Something happened. Maybe, yeah. maybe uh, a little bit warp speed through time or something. <laughs> holy smokes! Well, any, I'm joined by uh, my wonderful co-host Andrea Kreft, as always, this morning to have my coffee with. So, you guys, make sure you get your hot beverages to enjoy it with us. We're going to talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that this morning. Uh, then we'll be on our ways with the rest of our day until Joshua Reed is live with the Daily Dose at 5:30 p.m. Pacific. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live from an undisclosed bunker in New York City, or New York State. Tommy controlled New York City. Yeah, <laughs> New York State. Don't forget that part. Oh, yeah, New York State. Sorry. He's not in New York City. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to New York City anymore. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Yeah, it's just craziness. Yeah, so... Uh... Lots of things going on. We're going to get right into it. Uh, Andrea, I hope your morning's going well. Mine is. Uh, got a nice, decent start in the morning. You know, woke up from an apocalyptic nightmare into an apocalyptic nightmare. <laughs> you just switched <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> You're 
You're like dream world nightmare, real world nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a night. What a morning. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> world, wonderland, whatever you want to call it. It's just feels <sighs> crazy, I guess. So. Seriously, yeah, you could say that again. This is wild stuff. This is wild stuff. We live in very interesting times. What a privilege it is to live in such times as these. Right, and we chose to be here. Like, we, we chose to be here during this. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they said that they wished that they could go back mm-hmm. and wrote punch their higher self. I was like, <laughs> I wish I could do that too, because quite honestly... I would be like, no, you don't want to go there. <laughs> Let's pick a different time. Oh, man. I don't think we bit off more than we could chew, though. I'm strangely optimistic, regardless of the uh, satanic people doing their thing as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that truth ultimately prevails, which is why I named this episode Truth Prevails. And the fact that we're all here today to talk to each other about the news is indicative that this is in fact the case. And the fact that they expend so much ammunition to shut people up like me, Andrea and Josh and the Red Pill family uh, is an indicator that they're in danger of the truth shining Mm -hmm. light on the bullshit that is the new world order, the deep state, the unjust and illegal unlawful actions of evil people in the world. Uh, We just have to stay vigilant. We need to share the truthful memes with the world as they come across our plates. And we need to be diligent. We need to do our research. We need to be smart. We need to keep our heads on a swivel. We need to prepare for the worst because when somebody's backed into a corner, they get feisty. But truth prevails. Truth. Just make sure that what you're spreading is actual truth, because there's a lot of, you know, I will say this now that Q is back, is that there is going to be a lot of speculation out there, and they're going to expend even more ammunition to make sure that they discredit us. And so they're going to put out false information, knowing that it'll get spread within the truth community, which will be further... And I mean, they did it before. They're going to do it again. So we need to be extra vigilant this time around to make sure that what we're sharing and what we're spreading really is the truth. Because um, in these times, it's hard with the propaganda and the lies and the BS we see. It's really hard sometimes to be able to discern that truth. Yeah. We just need to make sure that we, you know, when we see stuff from, um, you know, snapshots of headlines that we actually go do the work and verify that they're real, true, accurate headlines and that it's sourced information and instead of just wildly throwing stuff out there and making ourselves look like fools. Yeah, and that's a, that's a case where it's a little bit easier to tell. You could do a quick Google search and pretty much figure it out. If you yep. can't figure it out, you know, I mean, it's speculation and probably not true and everything that i found where i google it and i can't find anything it always ends up being false yep um but i did that the other day and debunked something that i saw and i just did a quick google search and there was nothing there and i went oh okay and that's a shame it happens yeah Yeah, but yeah so we got to be diligent call that stuff out and uh in in a respectful way just because some people um 
make those decisions on a whim, whatever, to get the extra votes, extra likes, extra money, grifters, well, whatever. It's emo- so. Most of it's emotional based. So if if it's something that elicits an emotion within you, mm. be very cautious. That's the one thing that I have seen over and over yeah. and over again is that they're usually the stuff that gets put out there as um, propaganda usually it elicits some sort of emotional response in people. Mm-hmm. And so if it, if it elicits an emotional response, you know, research it and make sure that it's not just an emotional stimulus. I like that. Yeah. If you get emotional, that should set off alarm bells to be cautious. And I think yeah. a lot of times the misinformation or just bad information or BS that's put out there is it isn't always malicious. Sometimes it's just out of ignorance, out of whatever. And uh, but we have to address that the same way and say, "Hey, I think you're I think you're way off target here. Here's why, and then we'll figure it out." But I think we're doing a damn good job. We are the news. The memes. I swear to you, I could tell you the whole narrative for this week in memes. <laughs> right i could <laughs> oh that's awesome our our memeing capabilities are spot on uh the left is not they they meme about as well as they dress i'll just say that oh <laughs> they're they're not not good memers at all just terrible decisions on every front yeah exactly which is hilarious you know what i was thinking about that yesterday andrea why okay you know how when things are really freaking hilarious it's always like oh my gosh that's so true why is the truth so freaking hilarious but bullshit and lies we do not find funny unless it's sarcasm which is in a way a roundabout way to get to the truth yeah, it, absolutely. So what I mean, is you up with use... that? This is why the left fails with their memes. It's because lies it aren't funny and people aren't stupid. Exactly. When they when they lie and they try to meme about it, you're just like... <laughs> it's kind of like listening to crickets in your head. You're like, what? Yeah, isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, that's because they're lies and nobody... I think people have the ability, the kind of innate ability to... Um, determine lies from truth for the most part like I, I genuinely feel that most human beings when when you take emotion out of it you can very easily see the truth and lies for what they really are mm-hmm. i know i can yeah and if i can't i have the whole red pill family to consult yeah. exactly there's nothing wrong with that either. If you don't know no. something, you could put it out there and be like, hey, what do you think about this? That's mm-hmm. totally fine. That's cool. Even yeah. if it's bullshit. Then it was, I've done it before. Yeah. People you know, will be like, I, run across something. I think that's bullshit or hmm, there's something there. Let's look further or whatever. Yeah. This exactly. is how we learn. Yeah. Uh, we learn. We learn. Oh, fuck. Awesome. Um. We're on target still, you guys. We had a new Q post yesterday. Josh will review it tonight. It is pertaining to what we saw unfold over the last couple of days. We're just going to stay right on that track. I absolutely love to see that when I read it. It's talking about the current news cycles going on to talk crap about Trump and try to demean the Republicans and uh, all this. 
It just fails miserably. Failed. That was kind of <laughs> Absolutely miserably. And it's continuing to just kick them in the butt. They've made mistakes. Well, and part of it, too, is that there's enough people out there spreading the truth that you you see where they start calling bullshit on it right away. And it picks up momentum. It gets spread like wildfire. The truth really does prevail. And then they then they sit there and they look like even bigger fools for having tried to slough this off on the American public or the world yeah. as, as legitimate. And it's like, do you realize all you're doing is making yourselves because that's what liars are. Liars and fools are the same thing, in my opinion. Um, I mean, there's some level of difference there, but um, for the most part, I like lump them in the same basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same bullshit basket. So we'll talk a little more about a little bit more about that here, and then we'll get Josh's interpretation tonight on the Daily Dose. I uh, can't wait, you guys. Uh, we had Josh on last night in a long anticipated return from his travels. That was a freaking awesome Daily Dose. It was great, great to have Josh back. So uh, excited for the rest of the week. Um, anyway, it's Hump Day, so let's get through this. We need to first make our way through the financial baloney and then we're getting get into the much funner stuff way more funner as the left says <laughs> way more funner <laughs> <laughs> yeah finance it sucks we'll get right but through it you guys necessary thing to do don't worry about it uh the markets are a little bit down this morning the s&p 500 down one point uh down point one four percent NASDAQ down 0.29%. The Dow just up 0.21%. Um, crude oil, $112. Very interesting. Uh, about hovering around the same levels it's been the last week. Gold, 1817 A little bit low. We've seen it go all the way up to 1900 and okay. uh, hover around 1850 Now 1817 What the hell? good time to get into metals in my opinion not a financial advisor uh silver twenty dollars 67 cents what a bargain i'll say it again uh one of our sponsors is getgoldtoday.com that is that'll t- that'll take you right to kirk elliott's contact information to his offices to schedule a free consultation if you're interested in purchasing metals and working with professional financial advisors on your current financial situation uh getgoldtoday.com and you could learn more about that uh mm-hmm. i have to say i've heard people talk about how gold and silver are artificially suppressed josh talked about this last night briefly and that inflation has not impacted gold and silver yet it's just being kept down so this this stuff's undervalued it's what other countries are fleeing to in order to preserve their country's wealth and not absolutely collapse in shambles or as they do collapse in shambles they make that transition uh what did we see yesterday um sri lanka is looking to to russia for help uh, didn't we see a south american country um switch to gold i forget which one but yeah it's yeah, happening more and more yeah it is and as the demand for it goes up, so must the price. You know, that's just mm-hmm. kind of... I, the, oh, yeah. I mean, that's what you would expect to see anyway. Now, if, does that really happen? It's hard to say. It does. Um, whatever they're doing is... I have a feeling that a lot of this, and I'm, and I'm not a financial advisor, an economic expert by any means, but they sell paper, gold, and silver. 
that's the problem. And I have a feeling that that on some level, even though they're not tied and they're different equities and they fall under different categories, it does affect the price of the actual metals themselves to some extent. So um, when you see that, never, ever, ever buy paper, silver or paper gold. Um, make sure you have the physical commodity because they are not the same at all. And a lot of times they're over leveraged. And so, which means that they sell more paper silver than they have actual silver on hand. So um, you're supposed to be able to trade your paper silver for the actual value of real silver, but it doesn't quite work like that. So, yep. Don't but I think that, go ahead. I was going to say, I do think that that does on some level affect the price. Not, I guarantee you a hundred percent. That's true. That's how they keep it. So artificially low. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, don't be a victim of this wealth crunch. Uh, prepare wisely. Talk to financial advisors. Do everything you can to position yourself in a position for success. Even though this is all happening, we don't have to be victims. We don't have to just bend over and take it. We shape our own futures, and we need to work hard at doing that. So we are going to maintain this superior stance over everybody around us because we're awake, we know what's going on, and we're taking the right actions to shape our future the way we want. So do not be a victim, everybody. Be wise, be smart, do everything you can to position yourself in a great position. And Because yep. uh, there's no reason why we can't grow wealthy while the rest of the world collapses around us. Yeah. You know, if, if, we, if, if we hedge our stuff right... If, if you could thrive in this what's going mm -hmm. to happen when things completely flip-flop and we really start going and get some momentum behind us it's yeah. over it's over yeah 100 come on yeah. sorry no that's a great point i mean we there's no reason why we have to let them steal our wealth we are just as smart if not smarter than them we can see the game that they're playing we can choose to either become their victim or we can choose to become their victor. Mm -hmm. So they both start with V's. Mm -hmm. Victim or victor, choose your V. Choose I don't your know. V. <laughs> Just don't choose, the, don't choose the V that, you know, equates vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> choose your V. Victor, victim, vaccine. Um, all right, you guys. Rant over. Mm. <laughs> oh frick uh oh Andrea can you take that uh, Fed article yeah I can um, the Fed just got, just getting started with rate hikes Mester says acknowledges recession risk the US central bank is just at the beginning of its monetary tightening cycle and Americans should brace for interest rates to go higher as the Fed battles soaring inflation Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester said while acknowledging the risk of a recession. Mester, who is a voting member of the Federal Open Market Committee, told CNBC in an interview that aired Wednesday that in order to quell inflationary pressures, the Fed will have to keep hiking rates quickly to between 3% and 3.5% and possibly higher if economic conditions warrant it. She says, it's really important that we do that and do it expeditiously and do it cons consistently as we go forward. 
So it's after that point where I think there is more uncertainty about how far we'll need to go in order to rein in inflation, Master said. See, the thing is, is that they know exactly how high they need to go to rein in inflation. The problem is, is that by doing that, they're going to completely collapse the economy. And they know that because they've let it go too far. And there's no possible way that they can rein in inflation this at this point because your interest rates have to ma- match your rate of inflation. And right now we're at like, I don't know what the interest rate levels are at, um, but they want to raise them up to three to three and a half percent when the rate of inflation is like 20, 30%. They would have to. Yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there. We started <laughs> yeah, at what? We started at 0.5%. We've had a couple half point raises, a 0.75 raise. We're probably at, I don't know, two or 3%, but yeah. nothing close to anything sufficient for fixing this massive problem that we're seeing globally. Idiots. Yeah. Absolute so- idiots. There's just no way. I think that so towards the end of the article said Mester said she expects what she described as a bumpy ride toward tighter financial conditions would drive up the unemployment rate from the current 3.6% to between 4% and 4.25% over the next two years. Yeah. So their solution to this, which I think is absolutely asinine, is to um to slow the rate of inflation is to lay people off so they don't have jobs and don't have money and can't contribute to society. So this is actually something that works. Believe it or not, this will help curve inflation, but this means, this means a terrible lifestyle for people where they don't have any money and they live in poverty. This is, I guess, part of the problem. I mean, we need to get real, elected officials in there that care about the American people to figure this issue out. It's going to be a lot of hard work to dig ourselves out of this hole. It is. uh, I don't think that what is happening are the best solutions. And I think there has to be better ways out of this. And what that probably is, is scrap the system and rebuild it with gold. Well, the other thing you could do too is open jobs up, open our energy sector up and growth, growth. Because that's what we're not having right now. What we're seeing is um, the complete opposite of that. Bring manufacturing back to the U.S. Stop outsourcing it. Yeah. Um, get rid of these high wages that, um, you know, honestly, I've never been a proponent for $15 an hour minimum wage. A minimum wage job was originally meant for young adults starting out in the workforce to gain experience and move on. It wasn't meant to be a career like McDonald's shouldn't be a career goal for somebody, but for a lot of people, quite honestly, it is. McDonald's shouldn't be a career (laughs) option for anybody. That shit needs to get out of our society. I agree. agree. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get real. That should be a fruit stand. And then, you know what? There's nothing wrong with operating a fruit stand your whole life. (laughs) <laughs> well, no. My, my point is, is that minimum wage oh. jobs were were never meant to be career choices for people. They were meant to be a starting off point to gain the needed experience in order to be able to work your way up and gain that experience so that you can earn a higher wage, not just be given a higher wage for doing the same job. Yeah, it's it's incredibly sad when you see somebody coming out of retirement to go work a minimum wage job at McDonald's or something. It's just like society is completely ass backwards. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Summer liked my fruit stand. 
uh, suggestion. <laughs> I like the food stand idea too. <laughs> I would operate a food stand. I'll be honest. <laughs> so here we go. Powell says the Fed can avert recession, but task is getting tougher. Oh, of course it is. They're just slowly backstepping. Like, oh, actually, it's going to collapse. Just wait. They're gonna say we're doomed in a minute. They're gonna just start saying, oh my god, the sky is falling. Just wait. They they can't actually avert a recession. They just don't want to tell you that. No, they're trying to let you down easy. Tell you pretty lies. Mm -hmm. Slowly let the truth out as we figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. They're like, oh no, they know the truth. It's unavoidable at this point, especially with the track that we're on. Um. Seriously. So, um, this is what we have for financial news, everybody. Don't be a victim of this stuff. Look, we all struggle especially in these times, but there's little things we could do. I've cut out every single miscellaneous bullshit subscription. No Amazon, no Disney, no Netflix, no cable, no bullshit, no propaganda. I don't go to Starbucks. I don't get extra stuff. Anything extra that I have, I'm buying extra food. I'm buying supplies. I'm saving up for a uh, still. I'm saving up for more food storage. I'm saving up for things like this, supplies survival supplies emergency kit supplies supplies and these kinds of things so you guys do the same one place you could do that is uh my patriot supply they have food they have water filtration they have a lot of great survival things you can support the red pill project and support yourself in case of an emergency by visiting redpills.tv patriot you can see it right here below me redpills.tv patriot one of our wonderful sponsors, you guys, by utilizing them, you support decentralized news and media, um, as well as our other sponsors as well. So thank you guys so much. And just be ready. Uh, a little bit of preparation goes a long way to uh, increasing your odds exponentially at surviving an emergency situation in the case that it does occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully it doesn't, but we're, things aren't looking good. It's going to get worse than it is now. So Yep, I agree. <laughs> Anyway, uh, onward here, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening on our doorsteps here in the U.S. Andrea, you want to take it away? Sure. De facto amnesty for millions of illegals. The Biden regime is quietly begins throwing out tens of thousands of backlogged immigration court cases leaked documents reveal. Since Biden took office in January of 2021, an unprecedented number of illegal aliens have swarmed the southern border and given entry into the and given entry into the United States. The floodgates have been open for over a year now, allowing millions of foreign nationals, few of whom have been vetted in any way, to come into the country and take advantage of Biden's taxpayer-funded migrant programs that are fueling this invasion. Once the invaders arrive stateside, they are given aid, food, medicine, lodging, and even cash to spend as they please. They are loaded onto buses and planes by federal agents and contractors who secretly shuttle them all across the country. Some illegals are even given cell phones as part of their welcome package. As justification for this red carpet treatment, the illegals are getting on behalf of the taxpayer. The Biden regime has been promising that it is keeping tabs on these people and they have been given their proper paperwork to appear in immigration court. Because if there's one thing illegal aliens are notorious for, it's following the law. Well, Now Biden's illegal invaders don't need to worry about trivial things like immigration status or legal citizenship, thanks to a Biden administration mandate that is on pace to effectively pardon 
as many as 1 million illegals by mid-2024. So there was uncovered documents. There are currently over 2 million backlogged immigration cases. Holy man. A whopping four times the number in 2016. How are they ever going to get through that? That's impossible. They're not. And so here's what's happening. They know that they can't. So it says most of which are presumably eligible for dismissal under this policy. So these these immigration cases that they're sitting on are eligible for dismissal under the policy that was written by the Biden regime. I have a solution. Any case, Sorry, go ahead. Any case that gets thrown out will effectively shield the illegal immigrant from the future federal deportation efforts. Only those who cross the border before November 1st, 2020 will be held responsible for circumventing U.S. immigration law. All other cases will likely be dropped completely. So um, these people, once their case is dismissed, then there's nothing the federal, with the way that this is written up, there's nothing that we can do to effectively get them out of our country, um, regardless of who comes in. Now, you know, it's hard to say what, you know, like, let's say Donald Trump did get back in or. Oh, he's sending them um, all back to Mexico or he's sending them all back to the right. country of origin. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but at this point in time, if they stay in power, basically law enforcement, it, it hobbles law enforcement is what it does. And it keeps them from being deported. It makes them our problem because it effectively gives them a de facto citizenship. So this is just terrible there. I really am starting to believe that our government is effectively trying to replace all of us. Yeah. That's that's what I believe. It's destabilizing, destabilizing our States and uh, our cities. Yeah. So it does say that as of now, more than 97,000 of these cases have been completely dismissed already. No bueno, as they say to the South. Buttigieg. Buttigieg warns Americans flying over July 4th to brace for challenges amid airline labor shortages. Oh my gosh, labor shortages. That's weird. I wonder what caused that. Probably vaccine mandates and people who died from the jab. Transport, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg has warned the American that Americans could face challenges when it comes to traveling on the July 4th holiday amid chronic labor shortages and unpredictable weather. Oh, my well, yeah, that's God. the other thing they blame it on is the weather. Always. Oh, my gosh, it's a little bit windy. Oh, we can't fly. Get out of here. In an interview with NBC Nightly News on June 28th, Buttigieg said, quote, there are going to be challenges with air travel, uh, but that officials are keeping a close eye on the situation and communicating daily with airlines about their responsibility to make sure that they can accommodate issues such as unpredictable weather and any other curveballs that may be thrown their way. Um, the labor shortages come despite airlines receiving over $50 billion in COVID-19 relief designed to keep employees at work amid the pandemic. Uh, they ate that shit up. They lined their own pockets. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they did. Wow. Of course yeah. it's not doing anything. 
since Memorial Day, airlines have canceled over 20,000 flights, while there have been 173,000 delays, according to NBC Fake News Network. Um, That's a huge number. I don't know if people understand. 173,000 delays, 20,000 canceled flights. There are... um, I, I, I know of somebody who recently was going on vacation and they got to the airport and their flight was canceled. So they rescheduled it for the next flight that was available and that flight was canceled. And then they rescheduled again. Only the next flight that they scheduled, this was a family of three that was traveling. Mm-hmm. Only They could only get two on one plane and had to send one person by themselves on a different flight altogether which was like a day apart. So they're splitting families up to try to accommodate this. And this is their solution to things. Um, this person or this family that was going on vacation would have been like at least two to three days late going on their vacation. I think they ended up scrapping the whole thing and just saying, fuck it and went home. <laughs> but, Holy you know, moly. That's kind of what we're faced with. It's um, This is a multi-pronged issue. Not only is it an issue of what you're talking about there but we have the production of actual airplanes collapsing and being really shitty from boeing to airbus and everywhere else laying people off not getting the supplies they need they're not having the jet fuel honestly because that's part of the energy crisis sure and they've been behind schedule for years before this was even a big problem even under trump they struggled Remember Boeing? They how much they were struggling with everything when they had those problems with their seven thirty seven. I think Max. this actually goes back to the previous recession that we had in this country, which was during two thousand eight two thousand nine, and the airlines got bailed out then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just been a continual problem sure. ever since then. Well, and I what we're seeing now, problem. <laughs> well, same thing. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's only getting worse. And every time you have a holiday, it, this seems to you know be bring headlines. But the problem is, is that it's not getting a whole lot of traction in the mainstream media. Like they're doing, I think they're doing a lot to kind of suppress some of this information. Mm-hmm. They, um, but this works right into their agenda, which is to keep us locked down and travelless. You know. Yeah. They don't want it's part of their anymore. Green New Deal and their energy um, agenda. And that's they don't want us going anywhere. They don't right. want us to have anything. Yeah, because including vacations. happiness leads to healthiness, and they don't want that. They want you locked up in your house, miserable and depressed. And sick. And sick. And poor. And homeless. Yeah. And hungry. And dependent. And dependent on them. Mm-hmm. So that you will be thankful for whatever crumbs your government throws at you. Right? Be thankful. Anyway, um, really interesting stuff there. Um, airline industries are some of the most corrupt organizations out there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting Interesting to see where they go. Um, that's a fact. We got a donation over there on Rumble. Ooh, yeah. Um, Left Maryland donated five bucks. Thank you so much. She says, morning coffee is better with friends. And then also, it's funny that these liberals think you can start out making $500,000 a year. Seriously. They're like, I went to college. I don't have any actual experience, but 
or knowledge because they they studied gender identity. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Colleges are an absolute failure. I mean, oh yeah, they're a joke. <laughs> over the last couple of years, a lot of us have gotten the equivalent of what probably pertains to as much or more than a degree in one of these shit colleges with the amount of reading and conversations that we've had with each other (laughs) right exactly like information you know it's out there and it's free if you look for it seriously there's so much info out there you can learn anything thank you left maryland we appreciate it we do all right all right onward trump Oh, you want to take this one? Oh, sure. Trump wins big in Illinois primaries. New York GOP picks Zeldin over Giuliani. So this is uh, another round of primaries. And um, there were some interesting things in here. So it says voters in five states chose nominees Tuesday for the fall election with former President Donald Trump scoring big in Illinois, where State Senator Darren Bailey won the Republican gubernatorial primary and Rep. Mary Miller defeated fellow Republican Congressman Rodney Davis. Miller and Davis were forced to compete against each other in the state's redrawn 15th congressional district. Miller is seeking a second term. Davis, the more moderate of the two candidates, has served in Congress since 2013. Trump campaigned for Miller and Bailey, a family farmer, this past weekend in the candidate's home state. So, um, Lots of lots of wins uh, in New York. GOP Rep. Lee Zeldin defeated first-time candidate Andrew Giuliani in the state's Republican gubernatorial primary, advancing to face incumbent Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul in the November general election. We wish Rep. Lee Zeldin all the best of luck in his race against that commie piece of crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, we need to stay vigilant, keep voting, stay on top of your local elections and officials. They work for us, after all, so we have to stay on top of it. We got this. We got. But um, you know, the one thing that was interesting that I that I didn't see in this article was it talks about how Oklahoma had their GOP primary, and I didn't see anything about Dr. Mark Sherwood in there. Wasn't he running for governor of Oklahoma? So I'm assuming that he did not win his primary um because i did not even i didn't even see his name in this article um i wonder what's going on there we're gonna have to figure that out um maybe josh can reach out to him and get the scoop see what his plan is mark sherwood isn't a loser he's not stopping he's one of these people who persists he's like trump he's like these guys that they just uh they don't give up, so we'll see what he's doing. What yeah. happened? I wonder. It could be like a Candace Taylor situation where they completely frauded him out. It's very possible, um, but it doesn't. It talks about uh, their Senate seats and rep seats, um, state lawmakers. I didn't see anything with a GOP. Oh, it says, in addition, Oklahoma GOP Governor Stitt swept the primary field with about two-thirds of the vote, as did... Okay, so he did lose his primary to the um, incumbent, I suppose. Hmm. So, Very interesting. Mention him in there, so. Yeah, if you guys are in any of these states, it's 
virtually impossible for us to follow all 50 and just be on yeah. top of all of it day by day. Uh, we catch up as we go. But if you have information on these races and what's going on, definitely send us a tip. Go over to uh, www.socialredpill.com or you could contact us through redpills.tv, Twitter, at Vince Taglavia, at Acraft1, and give us that information so we could... Um, deduce it and figure it out and share it uh, because there's so much information. We all need to come together and help each other figure it all out. And we greatly appreciate that. I see in the comments right here, Blaine 65 voted for Sherwood. So it's like, yeah, know. he said they need to check the machines in Oklahoma. Oh yeah. It's God. one of those things where, um, unless we've had them on as a guest, yeah. we're likely not following them, you know, um, there are a couple of big ones out there if they make big headline news mm -hmm. um like lee zeldin because of kathy hopel um then you know we may be following it and stuff like that but for the most part there's just no way to follow all 50 states and stuff you know yeah but if there's a story there we're more than happy to hear it and look at all the facts and yeah, figure definitely. it out and help push for the truth that's yeah, what it's all about definitely well, and if you if there's a huge story that's for your state and it is regarding voter fraud and it's just not made national news, you know, send it to us. We'd be happy to include it in here. Uh, we need to bring awareness to this stuff. Absolutely. And we don't do that when, you know, if it's not in the news cycle and we're not in that state and we don't necessarily know about what's going on, um, we don't know to report on it. So yeah. it really does help to send us, you know, big things that are happening locally. Or if you have a big food processing plant that burned down in your area and it's not making national news, send it to us. Um, you know, there's no reason why we can't help start spreading that information and bringing awareness to some of these things that for the most part would just stay as localized news and nobody's aware of. And so you can't start putting two and two together unless you start bringing some of this local news onto a different level. Absolutely. And you guys can send it to Josh that way as well at www.socialredpill.com. Private message any of us there. That's our private social network. Great time. Or you can share it with the entire community, which is yeah, absolutely was... on fire. Mm -hmm. Social Red Pill is just so fun. Yep. Shadows One said that uh, Bill Gates is being investigated in North Dakota for buying up farmland there. I actually did hear that, I think, the other day. So did I, yeah. Um, yeah, he's buying up a ton of farmland in North Dakota, and it's like, hmm. That's interesting, right? We all know what he does. Yeah, something will be done about all this, I hope. I hope. Yep. Yep. Wow. So thank you all. I know a lot of you do share a ton of information. Um, yeah, you do. And we do see it, uh, private messages or just public shares, tags on Twitter, and it does help tremendously. Yeah. Even definitely. if it's like, don't even worry if it's uh redo or what is it a redundant thing it, who cares it, share it again yeah exactly <laughs> honestly share yeah. it too much um share it too much <laughs> every good, good branch advice. sorry what i said good advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> every branch of the u.s military is struggling to meet recruitment goals this is not good the U.S. military under Defense Secretary, Secretary Lloyd Austin is struggling to meet recruitment, recruitment goals despite offering free sex change operations to all service members and training in anti-white critical race theory and white rage. 
Uh, well, you know, here's the funny part about this. Let's just face, you know, common sense for a minute. Yes. Any of these leftists who want a sex change and all of this, they do not want the structure of military life. Like okay. they, they don't, I mean, they don't want to work. You you sure. can't even get them to get a job at McDonald's more or less, <laughs> you know, go through basic training. Come on. Yeah, they, 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 they have this um, attitude that everybody owes them everything. And they're like, Oh, I don't want to have to work for my sex change. I just want it to be given to me. You know, they've got this mentality of this victimhood mentality they don't have what it takes if they are they don't want to enlist in the military and anybody that does the ones that they're all of these people how many of them are patriotic how many of them even like the united states I don't how know. many of them are willing to defend the united states because now? i guarantee you 99 percent of them aren't they're sheeple a lot of them I'm sorry well, exactly. there's they, a lot of great they, service members out there but um, there are they're definitely and, I, and i'm not pussifying pussifying and i'm I'm not talking about the current serving military. They're talking about enlistments. And so that's what I'm talking about is of right. these people that they're recruiting. We're talking about the soy the boys or soy people yeah. where they're lowering the requirements. They're lowering yep. their, the, but uh, these people physical aren't standards. Interested in, Sorry. You could do all of that. And they're still not going to be interested in joining the military. You yeah. could offer them the free stuff, all that they want. They still, because they hate America. They don't want to defend America. They don't want to join the military. And they're not patriotic. They want radical so people, leftists to join the military is what they want, which is why they right, have those crazy ideologies. Exactly. And they're not able to get those people because those people are patriotic and don't want to defend their country. That's the problem they've run into is yeah. they're trying to, to coax all these people and those people are like, fuck you. I don't want nothing to do with you. I hate this country. Why would I want to defend it? Why would I want to die protecting it? Right? Yeah. People who are patriotic and want to defend their country and want to serve their country. They grow up with that mentality. Want them, yeah, they grew up with that mentality. They don't want this woke leftist ideology bullshit in their lives. And they're like, no, I ain't doing that. Why would I serve in the military that's going to, tr- you know, confuse my gender? Yeah. I mean, I remember some people used to ask some kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be in the army or, you know, I want yeah. to go into the military. It's like, wow, that's very ambitious. And what do they do? They grow up, they get into the military and they have successful careers there. That yeah. is probably not anything that we're seeing nowadays. I mean, at least in the same context that we used to with badasses and patriots, uh, as this is all happening. 40,000 troops are slated to be fired in the coming months for refusing to take this big pharma's wildly outdated failed vaccines on Austin's orders. So this is a big part of it as well. Everybody knows they're terrible for you. Yeah. The data is just undebatable. Oh, yep. And then, of course, they go into all these trans rights or human rights and all this nonsense. It's just an absolute sh- well, so did you know, I didn't include it in the news, but I, I guess I'll give it an honorable mention. Did you know that they're, the Biden administration is actively currently working on a trans bill of rights? I did not know this. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a separate bill of rights for... A separate bill of rights as... for 
yes. a T, a T on the alphabet yes. soup people list. Yes. Okay. They get their own bill of rights because you know the Constitution apparently. So extra rights. Why do they get more rights than everyone else? Because they're special. It's weird. That's you know that's the thing is that <laughs> the Constitution gives the same rights to everybody. It doesn't say, well, you only have these rights if you identify this way, or you only have rights if you're white, or you only have rights if you're whatever. Um, it I'll, doesn't work like that. I'll quote Josh yesterday. Josh, to me. What rights do women have that men don't? None. What rights, you know, what rights does anybody have that another person doesn't? Give me, you know, go. Where do your rights come from? Exactly. Where God. Do rights come from? Yeah. The Constitution gives us all exactly the same rights. It doesn't matter. You could identify as a freaking cat, and you still have the same rights as everybody else. I want to see this. <laughs> so Ow. stupid. Today I'm a kitty. Is this really going to happen? If this happens, uh, wow. This is Wonderland to the max. I can't wait to make fun of that. Yeah. In a nice way. In a non-bullying kind of way. It was um, so dumb. I, I started reading it this morning, and I was like, I, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> you gotta share. You gotta share that with us. We got maybe the story will develop a little bit. We'll cover it. <laughs> I may post it on Red Pills TV. So <laughs> okay, I wasn't. I didn't want to talk about it, but I may post it there for you all to read. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, who the hell is Cassidy Hutchison, and why is she lying so damn much? <laughs> I, I heard that she was a coffee getter for one of the aides in the Trump White House. <laughs> She's a freaking plant, everybody. This is yeah. the sickness that Trump is trying to weed out. This is why we've gone to these extents to see who's just and who is just a rhino or just a crook. Cassidy Hutchison also lied about a handwritten note in her testimony in the January 6th committee. And, <clears throat> excuse me, Liz Cheney knew it was all false because the actual author of the note testified it was his. She also lied about Trump grabbing the steering wheel of the uh, presidential limo thing, which is physically impossible. Yeah. Uh, among other BS January 6th uh, clown show testimonies. Uh, Cassidy Hutchison is absolutely being ravaged by the truth <laughs> well, seekers and the memers. She even came out and she's like, I stand by my testimony. <laughs> oh, you. Your career is over. You've ruined all credibility. You're a crook. You're a liar. You're a smollett. You are this, a disgrace. This is what the surprise hearing is. They're like, we're going to have a surprise hearing on Tuesday with breaking new news. <laughs> And I'm like, that's what you get? That's what you got from this? Is, seriously? <laughs> this is so super breaking, you're not going to believe it. You're going to... You're. I don't I'm know. like, you can see the level of panic. They, ha they have to know that they're losing hardcore on this. They have to know that Americans seriously just don't give a shit anymore about their stupid January 6th hearings. We all know it's a sham. We all know it's a bunch of crap. And people don't care. Like, even the left is like, you do extend with it. There's no voter fraud. We don't care. <laughs> what a sham and a joke. These people, when, you know. I, I haven't even seen much as far as, like, stuff from the left on Twitter about this. Like, the left. <laughs> it gets debunked right away, and everyone laughs and the, at and them. The, 
<laughs> I know. And so you don't even see much about it. Like the left is like, you know, you kind of, they've kind of gotten to a point. They're like, well, you just better shut up because we just look dumb. <laughs> well, Shadows makes do. a good point. Double agents. Uh, yes. Maybe she's in there to highlight the sham of January 6th. I, I think that that's a good, a, a good experience. Because it's so Eddie. freaking stupid and outlandish. It's almost like it can't be true, right? That's a good point, yeah. Shadows. Maybe, dude, maybe. Right? I did see all kinds of stuff on Twitter yesterday making fun with in front of her about how, you know, Trump grabbed a fully automatic machine gun and, like, burst his way through the Capitol doors. <laughs> it was like, oh. this is the ridiculousness of this, right? <laughs> yeah, don't worry, everybody. Andrea and I are actively curating all the best memes to do with everything happening this week, and we're going to have an absolute great time on friday with sharing all of that yeah this is oh, back yeah. a country <laughs> get out of here babylon babylon b's got some good stuff brewing this oh week did you see that one i sent you yesterday holy mackerel yes we're, we're there gonna it's gonna it's gonna be an awesome week you guys don't want to miss friday i can't we wait. may if there's a lot we may throw one in there tomorrow just as a little teaser for you guys because it's awesome it's gonna be a good show Let's get into a little bit of uh, world news here with the unfolding World War Three that has yet to be declared, but everybody's making moves, especially yes. NATO. Yep, and NATO announces it will move troops to western border of Ukraine and other developments. So NATO continues to revel in collective delusion and pretend that it can change the outcome in Ukraine. That was demonstrated today by the fanfare surrounding the news that Turkey would no longer block Sweden and Finland from joining the crew of the Titanic. <laughs> Johnson. I'm like apparently I didn't read this very well. It just struck me. I was not awake yet when I read this article. Okay. On Monday, June 27th, NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg announced NATO would boost its troops on the western border near Russia. We will increase the number of high readiness forces to well over 300,000, he said at a news conference in Brussels. This includes more pre-positioned equipment and stockpiles of military supplies, more forward deployed capabilities like air defense, strength of command and control, and upgraded defense plans with forces pre-assigned to defense specific allies. Dementia Joe Biden chimed in today. The United States will be making specific announcements tomorrow on land, sea, and air on national additional on additional force posture commitments over the long term beyond the duration of this crisis for however long it goes on. Sullivan said aboard Air Force One as Biden was flying to Madrid, those will help increase those will help increases the United States and NATO's maritime presence. By the end of the summit, what you will see is a more robust, more effective, more combat credible, oh my gosh, more capable and more determined force posture to take account of a more acute and aggravated Russian threat. Yes, let's send our soy boys all over there to the Western Front because they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, what's your pronoun? I've got it to know before I shoot you. Yeah, state your pronouns or face the consequences. Please don't shoot me. I I, I identify as a furry. <laughs> yeah. So on, sad that on. these people are being taken advantage of. I, I, this is a sick war. Um it is. And the truth of the matter is, is that, um, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I trying to make light of a tense situation here. I am not making fun of, I will just say this, of any of our active military. Um, I appreciate all the men and women we have in uniform and your sacrifice is not forgotten or overlooked 
Um, so I will just throw that out there. I, I'm not trying to be insulting to any of our active military because you guys but have got a battle on your hands. It's worse than... Is- we don't want to see useless, pointless wars fought for the deep state with our military. We want real. Um, it, it, it's sickening what they're trying to do to our military, right? Like this is what they're actively trying to turn our military into. And I guess I, I use my parody to bring awareness to what they're trying to It was to a do. great impression. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, it, humor is how I cope with the dress and yeah. stuff so we love um i've told buddy. every i've told everybody here i have a very inappropriate sense of humor i we apologize love everybody. you <laughs> we love everybody but we don't like bullshit lies that's the only thing <laughs> so well and the truth of the matter is is the biden is weakening our military strategically seems like and it. then sending them over there regardless of who they are even if they are liberals even if they do identify as a furry they do not deserve to be sent to a war yeah, to that... Be a, to be a pawn for an illegitimate be, government. Yes, exactly. They, we don't deserve that. We shouldn't be involved in any of this. They do deserve respect. If a firm um, joined the military under Trump, I guarantee you they'd have respect and camaraderie and a brotherhood that every other service member has, not this watered-down, weakened version yeah. of what the U.S military was just a few years ago um, yeah but like i said uh all due respect to the military members uh, yeah, we do have patriots, um, and patriots. so i just what i was like man this sounds bad well, <laughs> like i'm just gonna throw this out there it's just you know what it's a tough conversation to have and i think a lot of service members see it happening so they probably understand where you're coming from i don't want to speak for them i guess let us know in the comments but yeah oh, holy crap what a travesty and it is. It's hard it to is. talk about because it's such a sensitive one of those subjects where people get fired up. I'm getting fired up just this conversation right now. I know. It just makes me mad that they keep perpetrating this. They keep and we're all sitting here going, what the hell is going on? Why are we even involved in this? They keep sending all of our money, all of our munitions, and now they want to send our people too over here to this corrupt ass country which i think is kind of i honestly believe that ukraine is the head of the snake is the deep state it's definitely and one of their main corridors for money laundering human I, trafficking yeah. crimes against humanity uh bioengineering uh, which is why they're defending weaponry. it so fiercely because why else would you defend a know-nothing country like ukraine oh so vehemently right yeah there's no reason it's like there's no reason to defend something like that. Nazis. Zelensky's a know nothing. So he's an actor. He's an actor. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they keep sending more money and more money and more munitions, and all we're doing is weakening our own supply because Russia's destroying it before it even gets there. True okay. that. That's very true. And thank you, everybody, who appreciates my sense of humor. I'm really not anti-military. I am 100% for our military, and I love You wanted to be in the military. Uh, I did. I was not allowed to go into the military for personal medical reasons. Um, They disqualified me, but I did. I was going to join the Marine Corps, and I went through the whole entire process (laughs) and um, was looking forward to going to boot camp, and then after... 
Washington, D.C. reviewed my medical records. They said, no, thank you. And I said, is there anywhere, any other service I could join? And they're like, you might be able to get into the Army, but probably not. Like, okay. So Ukraine is coming out and saying they can rely on NATO support for as long as it takes. Of course they are. It's a developing story, but they're just desperately relying on NATO. This is, you know, I have a feeling at some point, and, and I hope I'm wrong. I have a feeling that Russia is going to get fed up with this and say enough is enough and just squash it. I'm not saying that that's going to look nuclear because um, I, I don't want to get into that debate again, but I really do. I have <laughs> a feeling was, that was an intense one. <laughs> it, was an in, it was an intense conversation. I still haven't changed my opinion on that, by the way. Okay. I still think where it's a very low percentage chance that, mm-hmm. that they use nukes. But um, I do think that they have the capability of squashing things without. I think what they're doing is strategic. The more money and the more weapons and the more personnel and stuff that we send over there, the easier it is for Russia to squash anything that NATO tries. Just because every time money and weapons go over to Ukraine, Russia blows them up. Yeah. Well, maybe not the money, but you know, the money is being funneled wherever. They're not getting, you know, that's the reason why. Like, I think Russia's just kind of taking their married time, like doing it systematically, doing it right. They're going in, cleaning up. It's not a rush deal. Like, we, they don't have to hurry up and get this done because they know that time is on their hands. They know that the resources are on their hands. And they're kind of an let's upper, face it. They're kind of we're not. Pro- yeah. We're not producing anything in this country, including military equipment and munitions yeah so in the waiting game aspect if they just prolong it prolong it prolong it all of the countries including the u.s are just going to crumble because of this energy crisis that we've manufactured ourselves what the hell what the hell think about it exactly i mean russia all they have to do is play the long game and let us destroy ourselves because that's really in reality all we're doing yep and if you guys didn't see this nato leaders invite finland and sweden to join and this is the official invitation. NATO leaders agreed Wednesday to formally invite Finland and Sweden to join the alliance after Turkey struck a deal with the Nordic duo to, tr- to drop its objections. A statement said, quote, Today we have decided to invite Finland and Sweden to become members of NATO and agreed to sign the accession protocols. A, decla- a declaration from a summit in Madrid said. So we'll see what happens. I wonder, you know, I think that... Russia Turkey, already said that they would see this as an act of war. Yeah. Or an and act of escalation. Turkey was pretty staunch against this move and said, well, we want this, this, and this, and this. Thinking, well, they first said absolutely not because they were... Turkey was working with Russia, I believe, on a lot of different things. And they're like, no, we absolutely... We're not going to do this. Now they're caving, so... I'm, so far, we'll see though, because it's not official yet. I think they have to go through the official process. They I wonder. do. So they have to be approved. So this is just the invitation to join. It's not we'll an actual approval of being allowed into NATO. Maybe they're leading them on. Who knows? That could be wishful thinking on my part. I'm not a NATO expert or anything by any means or a war analyst. 
I'm just an average Joe trying to figure the truth out. Uh, what the? Uh, sorry. Uh, this is fucked up. Can you go over the next article, please? The, uh, G7? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, because you're having, you can close that out because it's got my email address on it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, G7 leaders struggle to cope with consequences of green energy agenda. Dissent within the ranks over the next steps as damage from climate policies escalates. Reality is starting to intrude on the G7's ongoing campaign to dismantle the West's oil and coal industries. As leaders of the group of seven rich nations, the United States, Germany, Britain, France, Italy, Canada, and Japan gathered at the luxurious castle Elmau in Germany, Germany's Bavarian Alps this week, they were forced to admit privately what now seems obvious to many of their citizens, the green energy industrial policy that they have been working relentlessly to impose on their economies has proven to be disastrous and is rapidly losing support among their electorates. So it just goes on to talk about some of the things that they're talking about that they talked about in their summit, which is basically, you know, um, they want to roll back some of their policies. They want to be allowed to use coal. They want to kind of bump out their dates and their timelines for the rollout of these things. Um, they don't have the money to invest in new technologies. And they're like, yeah, maybe we should just kind of wait a little while. Um, but really, you see there's dissent among those ranks within that. Um, because France and Germany are now having to go back to coal. Um, some of these people are like, maybe we should relook at it and we consider we should consider natural gas as a green energy. So all of this is just made up bullshit. You know, they they want to write the rules, change the rules, do whatever the hell they want, you know, willy-nilly, depending on what their agenda is and what fits their needs at the time. They could care less about us as long as it's okay with them. Yeah. Um, this is kind of for me, it was an example of the snake eating its own head. I see that. Or the snake eating its tail, maybe. Maybe I have that wrong. Oh, yeah, snake eating its tail. So, you know, at some point in time, I, I think that this has to fail. It can't continue. Um, because when you don't have energy to, when you don't, your country doesn't have energy or can't produce energy, you can't produce other things. Anything. Because everything requires energy to produce. Can't even function. No, you can't function. So, or feed your people. Yeah, exactly. So I don't see this ending any other way except for in failure. And I think they're starting to realize that. And I think we're at a really well, pivotal, pivotal, I can't talk today, pivotal time in the fact that we're that precipice that we've always talked about, where it's that transition between the old and the new. Yes. I think we're there. And I right. think that they're at that vulnerable state right now. I don't know how long this vulnerable state lasts. Yeah, but, but um, before things collapse in order to be rebuilt with right. what will be the new world order or their complete failure. New nation and state world order. I our future. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe that's why Q came back. Maybe because we've reached, reached that pivotal moment in time where they're at their most vulnerable and we if we can do this right we can take our world back for the people but we need to do it right for all and people we, for all yeah globally not just you know, not just 
people that are awake, but right. actually benefiting everybody. everybody despite any positions or any self-identifications or any color or creed, just the way America was originally built. Right, because we all have the same rights. We have the same rights as the liberals and they have the same rights as us. It doesn't matter. We can't we can't go off of that agenda because that is their agenda. Yeah, you know what? They want to kill and destroy us. We can't have that same agenda. Otherwise, we fail too. It's going to be so much more fun for everybody to just succeed and prosper. And then we can fight. And it'll be much better just for everybody. Argue. Not fight physically, but, you know, just have our differences still. We're always going to have our differences. Yep. But. 100% agreed. Um. Okay, we have a couple more stories, everybody, but I want to take a quick second and ask that if you are on Rumble, you hit those plus signs. I see a lot of you already have. Just a reminder, those plus signs help us help us skirt the algorithms and all this kind of stuff. We are heavily censored, so that helps us uh, tremendously. Thank you all who do that and for your support. Thank you all for who are tuning in on Facebook. We appreciate that. Uh, Yasha pointed out the discrepancy between NATO and the uh, BRICS. Alliance being uh, bricks being 10 times larger as far as population coverage. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's absolutely true. I think we covered that last night on the Daily Dose with Joshua Reed. Um, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, just China and Russia alone are massive. Massive population. Thank you, Foxholers, Pilled, and DLive as well, Clout Hub, audio listeners. Uh, please leave a comment and review and rate if, on the podcast if you can. We are days away from 2 million downloads on the audio yeah. podcasts. So thank you all so much for following Red Pill Project and listening on the go to the audio versions of all of our shows, including the Dark to Light show, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Podbean, wherever you get them. We appreciate it. And uh, we are excited to hit this 2 million milestone any day now uh we'll see so pretty freaking cool um we were excited when we hit a million do we get to get be double excited now that we're hitting two yeah we're gonna we're gonna celebrate like it's 1999 (laughs) yeah because i'm done celebrating like it's 1984 (laughs) right the sad part is is i was alive in 1984 (laughs) that's not that long ago well, oh my you say that you weren't born yet. <laughs> so Nate pointed this out last night in our red pill, uh, zoom chat on socialredpill.com. in eight years, 1980 will have been 50 years ago. Shut up, Nate. <laughs> That's what I have to say. I love you, brother. But shut up. <laughs> Too far. Nate's Nate. the same. Nate's the same age as I am, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm old. <laughs> I'm like, no, get out I of know. here. I know. not. Oh, gosh. Yeah, some of these people are. Cindy wasn't, Cindy wasn't born until 1985. She's the same age as my husband then. <laughs> I'm not going to tell everybody what year I was born because it's just depressing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was before the 80s. I mean, Let's just go there. It is what it is, man. It's so wild. 
Yeah. Something happened at the turn of the century. Something happened. It did. People it did. did. People don't even know what century it is anymore. Like I've seen. Uh, have you seen those videos where they go and ask people in public, like, "Hey, do you know what century it is?" Put the mic in their face. And they're yes. like, uh, "Uh, no." Those videos are funny. I could sit there and watch those all day. There was one I just saw. There was a guy asking people why we celebrated the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and they're like yeah. Independence Day, and they're like Independence from who? And they're like, "Uh, they're so great." And then they're like, I think one person was like, Canada? <laughs> I was like, yep, that's, yep, oh it was Canada. We got our independence from Canada. Oh, man. And they're right. so funny. And then, you know, you ask them what year, and they're like, there was one person who was like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we wow. Our school system is failing people miserably. Oh and I'll God. say this again. It's on my soapbox. Homeschool your kids. Definitely. <laughs> don't don't rely on the government to do it because just like every other government program, the public education system isn't any better. True. It's like welfare for your brain. It's a trap. It is. It's welfare for your brain. It's a weapon. Anyway. Last couple stories here, everybody. I'm just having fun today. Sorry, I'm... Oh, I'm having a blast, too. Uh, This was an interesting thing brought to our attention by uh, some friends to the north. Uh, There was a mass shooting up in B.C. Uh, Two suspects dead, six police officers wounded in exchange of gunfire at Saanich Bank. This started unfolding, and initially... um, Initially, when this started unfolding, the story, from what I'm told, kept changing. It was one yeah, thing, and then it was another, and um, ended up settling where it is now. Um, there was discrepancies between... There's a lot of rumors going on around this being a false flag. It just the, the It just didn't make sense, so... They just started firing during a bank robbery out of nowhere, and a bunch of people got shot. It was a very odd kind of. Um, Do you think they're story? using this to justify the gun control that they just pushed through yes. in Canada? Yes, and they're using the weapons exactly the weapons that they're trying to um, ban. So coincidentally, right? Interesting there. Uh, the speculation that this is a false flag is there. Um, there are pictures from Global News where it shows, I'm not going to show it because it's a little bit graphic, although it is fake, but it shows a, a body laying on the ground with a censored face and with blood running down the street um, or the parking lot outside the bank. And this is uh, supposed to be somebody who was injured in this uh, shooting or killed, actually. Well... There's another picture that came out, same exact picture that wasn't aired on the news or that the news, this is the same photo that they used on this news channel. It's an actual mannequin. It's not censored. It's a mannequin head and there's no blood. (laughs) Of course. So it's like they got this fake picture of a fake body at this crime scene, added blood, added censorship. So it looks like a body. And that's what they're showing the people in Canada. That sounds about right for, you know, the fake news propaganda media. This is a total, this could be a total psyop in order to push their gun agenda. 
This is totally something Trudeau would do. If you guys have more information or can confirm that this is a false flag, that would be awesome. Share any information you have. Uh, it's definitely fishy. It doesn't line up. It's a absolute disgrace if it is true that this didn't actually happen the way that they say it did. Um, if it is all true and uh, all of this, then my heart goes out to anybody who is hurt or uh, was killed. I, I think this. there was probably legitimately people hurt, but mm-hmm. is it to the extent and level that they're advertising, right? Yeah, <laughs> Trudeau is sitting up there and he's like, oh, it works for the Americans, eh? Let's do right. it here too. And he's like, what do we need? And he's like, I don't know, just wing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call Joe Biden, ask him. Joe Biden's like, let me get out my, my card and see what it says. Six officers wounded and two suspects dead. Wow. This is not common for this location either. This is an absolute outlier situation. It's just locals are in disbelief that this is, has occurred. It's just, it doesn't freaking fit. So it's definitely a red flag um, situation. Yeah. And so I think just to clarify, and maybe some of our Canadian viewers can verify that this is accurate. This doesn't apply to guns that are already owned up there. This only applies to new sales. So they're not allowed to sell these guns anymore, mm-hmm. is from what I believe. So if someone could verify that that's correct, I just want to put yeah. that out there. What they're they not, need, instead of they're not laws. trying to take guns away from people. They're trying to keep people from purchasing them going down the road. Yeah. Um, is my understanding. Instead of that, they could have prevented this whole thing if they just made it illegal to rob banks. Well, right. They should do that. I mean, just like here in the United States, we should make murder illegal. Yeah. That would make way more sense because then people would stop getting murdered. Mm-hmm. Especially in Chicago. Yeah. They like, should make murder illegal in Chicago. That's what they should do. I, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know either. Yeah, so what a sketchy situation. This is the propaganda machine at work. I wonder. I wonder. Definitely check it out let us know what you find um last but not least money grabbers u.s hospitals are not complying with cost transparency rules patients are getting ripped off um so back in 2019 when trump was still in office he put through rules for the hospitals saying that they had to make available the cost of certain treatments and stuff like that. And I think that these are more common things like um, joint replacements and things that are um, your more ordinary treatment protocols and stuff. Okay. Anyway, so that's not being done. So they said that out of 5,000 hospitals nationwide that they studied, <clears throat> they found that only 300 or fewer than 6% were fully compliant with the rules of having published. So it's both machine readable files and separate price estimators. So they were supposed to be able to give people price estimates. So if you like, let's say you need a hip hip replacement, you go to the hospital and you're like, I want to know what the cost of my hip replacement is going to be. And it lists that out. So here's the anesthesia, here's this, here's that. And then you could go to other hospitals and say, okay, I need to have a hip replacement done. I want a quote on my my hip replacement so that you know okay this hospital is going to charge me seventy thousand dollars for my hip replacement this one's going to charge me 120 i'm going to go with this one and this is how much my insurance is going to pay of that this is how much 
So this is pointing out that most hospitals can't do that because they're not. Well, they're organized. they're not doing it. Whether they can or they can't, I don't this know. Just, but they're not. Yeah, it's so. an indicator of how they steal as much money as they can from yes. insurance companies because oh, the insurance company is paying for it. Let's just charge them for everything that we can. And this is ridiculous. And so nobody knows how much stuff is going to cost. And and I will say this. I had um, my son broke his arm when he was six or five. Yeah. Um, After all was said and done, it cost us over. It was like right around $100,000. Damn. $100,000 for a broken arm. It's an expensive arm. Yeah, very expensive arm. Um, so, you know, our, 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 our insurance, you know, they did what most insurances do. Um, by the time that all was said and done, I still think our portion of it was like 60 grand. Wow. You know, it's one of those things that, um, and they don't make you, they make you, they know that your hospitals know that you're under duress in a lot of these situations. And they make you feel like you don't have a choice. Like they're, they're the experts. They're going to dictate your care. You're going to do what they tell you to do. And you're just going to like it. And you're going to pay for it because they're, they're fixing you. And you don't realize at the time, and especially when you're tired and you're emotional and you know, you're worried about your kid and stuff, you don't realize that, you know, with not thinking clearly, you don't realize, Hey, I have choices. I can tell them no, you know, they they put us on a on a an airplane and sent us to a different hospital. I could have told them no. I could have been like, no, I'm driving my kid there. I don't yeah. need you to put me on a plane. But at three o'clock in the morning, I'd been up all day. I'd been up half the night. You know, my kids in pain and you know all of these things that you've got going on. And they just make these decisions for you. They're like, this is what we're doing, and you're just like, okay. You know, and you kind of go along with it. It's, um, it's an authority figure is, type situation yes. where people get pulled in and forget yes. that they're in charge. Yeah. 100%. You're in charge 100% with everything that pertains to you. Never forget yep. that. I don't exactly. Care who says and I don't care your children. Yeah. I don't care and your children. What authority yep. they hold or anything. No. You You're the ultimate authority no. in yep. your life. Yep. You can 100% tell them no. In hindsight, it's always twenty twenty. That's a great place to lay, to leave. Actually, with the power of no, the power of no. Yeah, you can tell them no. I don't trust hospitals for anything anymore after that, and that happened before the whole pandemic thing, and so um, well before it. And I I lost a lot of trust and lost a lot of faith in doctors and hospitals and. Anybody like that, I started really questioning the medical industry in general, and I'm not right, happy so with it. Me either. Yeah. It's no. a fraud. Hmm. It, it's a money laundering scheme cult. is what it is. It is, yeah, it's a cult. Go watch Cult of the Medics. That'll, you know, by David Whitehead. Shout out to him. That'll tell you exactly what's going on in our medical industry. Seriously. In here and in Canada, because he's actually in He's actually Canadian. Yes, he is. So um, he focuses a lot on the Canadian healthcare system, too. Absolutely. He's just a force to be reckoned with up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. 
shout out. So cultofthemedics.com if you want to check his stuff out. It's totally worth shouting out every day. I know we shouted out yesterday, but you guys, you have to check it out. Put it on your list of a thousand things that you need to watch and uh, sure. t- let us know what you think. <clears throat> anyway, holy smokes, the medical system is an absolute disgrace. Um, but make sure you guys are watching your health. You know, nature is the true healing powers, not a medical doctor, but uh, do everything you need to do to stay healthy, exercise, stay hydrated, eat healthy foods, keep that immune system working tip top shape because they're attacking us from every angle, including these crazy diseases and jabs and poisons in our food and all this. So be aware, be vigilant, be healthy, be happy. Even in the worst of times, we got to stay positive and keep on pushing. I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to push through. Truth prevails. In the end, God yes. wins. For sure. Andrea, thank you for joining me so much once again. Uh, what a fun show. Time. It was. Um, I was I was feeling a little spunky today, so I appreciate everybody who <laughs> we enjoyed quite, quite the morning. <laughs> Interesting morning. We did. I, I got thrown for a loop as soon as I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? what? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, we, that all, kind of threw me off. I think we all woke up, and we were all just kind of running around, like what the, yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, <laughs> we all came together. Here we are. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we managed to pull it together. Sometimes you know, it's you know, it looks better in, on your guys' end than it does ours. <laughs> <laughs> right just say that oh my gosh well you guys thank you so much for all of your continuous support um we appreciate it so much thanks again left maryland for the donation this morning uh we uh appreciate that so much um everybody take care make sure you join our private social network if you are feel so inclined uh to join the red pill family party over there that is at www.socialredpill.com free to join you could also sign up with a subscription if you want to support decentralized news and media further we definitely appreciate that and these kinds of things are what keep us going keep the lights on pay the bills organize events future projects all the fun stuff that we come up with every single morning and night and weekend for all of you um it's a truly a pleasure for us to do so and uh thank you all for making it possible We'll be live again tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific with The Daily Dose. We'll see you then. Bye, guys.